0: Okay, so normally I would let the timer play out, but apparently people are trying to break me with hype trains, so let me handle this hype train and then I'll do my opening monologue. So starting from the top, we have Watney with six months, thank you for that. We have Quail with Prime, thank you, thank you. We have an anonymous gift sub to Caspia11, thank you for that. And then we have Soviet Menace for 12 months, ooh hey, a year, nice. Uh, We also have Cheering Bits from Quail, Chubby Kobold, and Sir James Boket. Thank you all. So, and Genesis as well. Thank you all so much. So quick few things to address before I do the usual spiel. Um, the players were very nice and got me a really good confidence booster by getting me a, um, a cameo from a certain queue, the Q, which um, I've always kind of wanted. So the players are starting with full momentum tonight. And that means until they don't have full momentum, I'll be refunding all of your good Q powers. So just so you know. Um, The other thing I have to address is that um, I don't really know how to say this. Um, Let's just say that there's a big surprise coming for both the Congo and the Bastet groups in the near future. You're just going to have to tune in and see what it is. But it's in the pipe. I'm working on it. I think they'll enjoy it just tune in I, I i think you'll enjoy it even as the viewer but um i'm totally what? just gonna guess that John DeLancey is gonna show up to do like <laughs> oh i would Q fucking die if, if Delancey oh. got on zoom with me i would fucking die i'm just gonna throw that out there make um, it happen train oh god i don't even remember what i do in this opening what do i say oh yeah so hi i'm ilh i'm your <laughs> game master We're playing Star Trek Adventures. These are my lovely players. We're in the Sabine Expanse, way off to the left of the galactic map. And there's more gift subs. Okay. Okay, I see how we're playing this tonight. I I see what you're doing. Chugga, 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 chugga. All aboard. Oh, my lord.
1: YouTube's going to look at this
0: recording and be like, what are you doing, ELH? We came here for a game. We didn't come for you to... Yeah, whatever.
2: All right. um, Guys, we have 13 people watching this that we need to please right now. Let
1: it happen.
3: They're clearly already happy, Dag.
0: They're very happy, clearly. Um, (laughs) Speaking of happy people, why don't we have the players introduce themselves? Why I try to deal with this hype train, starting with the captain.
4: Hello, everyone. Uh, my name is Matthew. I play the captain, uh, Lee Tobin, who is intentionally beli- uh, belligerent. No, <laughs> intentionally religious, Bajoran. Although he may be belligerent shortly,
0: we'll see. I was gonna say, did did we sign up for a mirrorverse episode when I wasn't paying attention? Because <laughs>
2: crap, I have to shave my beard again. Well,
0: oh, I am
5: Jaro uh, Ensign Jaro, um, and I am the chief engineer of the USS Congo, and. Uh, I am played by John in Seattle, Washington.
6: Um, hey, guys, I'm Aaron in Eastern Canada. I am uh, Lieutenant Commander slash Dr. Datig. He's not the chief medical officer of this ship. He's the XO slash science officer. He's an intensely religious, no, wait, intensely belligerent Tellarite.
3: uh I'm Wani. I play the chief medical officer, Dr. LL, the Dinobulin. And you can find me on Twitch at Docwani.
2: And I'm Dag. I play the Resident Liberated Borg Fives, security chief of the Congo, underneath all these beautiful people. If you want to talk about it, hit me up on Twitter at Trek Nexus.
0: And yeah, I'm ELH the Game Master, who's trying to figure out how the hell I'm gonna deal with all these bits. As Don't one lie. Few- Well, as one of my favorite streamers once said, he's like, bits are dumb. Nobody's going to use bits. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you all. Uh, Real quick, I want to thank you for that five-gift sub-bomb. The, what is it now, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 total bits. Thank you for that. Um, It means a lot. It really does. Like, I'm just glad I can share this hobby with you lovely people. But um, I think the only thing I have to say before we start the game is, um, Aaron, if you could bump your volume up by, like, one decibel or two decibels. And then, uh, um, yeah, why don't we just get the opening log out of the way so I can cry in peace. Happy cry <laughs> in peace. So, take it away, Dak.
2: Security Chief's log. start 93958.1. Life is quiet after leaving the Zavak and Alki behind. A little too quiet. Congo has ventured further into the Sabine expanse to no great acclaim. Rowan likes to perk up and mock every little sensor reading that pings off the console. Ooh, look, a Class G star system with a Class D planet. Ooh, look, another Class G star system, but with a Class J planet. And ooh, a Class 2 comet. <sighs> it was good for a laugh. The first three days We're on day eight. I don't mean to sound disenchanted, It's just that my first trip back out into the black involved giant beasts that would make any 20th century sci-fi writer quake in their boots and a world beset by a change so climactic that it kind of caused a philosophical quandary about what it means to live in the Federation. kind of set me up for more. I'm taking light duty well, picked up a couple of shifts in medical with Doc Alell, who had some new insights about how my augment genes interact with my Borg implants. Cool stuff maybe she'll use it to save someone's life someday. That is, if the captain allows it. He's been tormenting himself lately, stuffy and short with anything having to do with sickbay. I mean, I know he lost people during the Yulki affair and that responsibility falls on the captain, uh, but if I might be so bold, he's acting like a newly freed drone giving into despair about assimilating a whole planet. Hell, I helped the Borg invade a dozen worlds in my time. and I don't give myself shit for it because it wasn't my fault. Maybe that's why I wear the yellow uniform. To take my mind off it, I've amused myself by inviting Jaro to play Velocity. He never shows. I worry about having a crew member who never spends free time with the crew when off-duty. It's weird. But I get my time on the grid. Velocity is a great way to stay in shape and attuned. I'm happy to say I could defend the ship single-handedly if I ever got invaded by flying balls of light and all I had was a phaser. Wait, what's this? Well, I'll be... The little recluse has taken me up on it today. Good luck, kid. End log.
0: All right. Well, I'd give you momentum, but you're kind of a cap right now. So we'll it. it's the thought that counts. Anyway, um, yeah, my brain's shorted out because I honestly, bits, they're, they're a thing. Um, Right. First scene, holodeck, because you're playing Velocity. And you're there, fives. And Jaro is there and you're playing Velocity. I'm going to let you set the scene as I try to reboot the brain. I'm so sorry.
2: Hey, um, thanks for taking me up on it, man. It's nice to see
5: you. Well, you know, uh, just figured might as well spend a little bit of time outside.
2: It always helps. Uh, what level are you practicing on? Uh, Have you played Velocity before? Uh,
5: I've played once or twice.
2: That's cool. We could probably I mostly start
5: do off. pilot. I mostly do piloting. Uh, well, I used to mostly do piloting Sims.
2: Piloting Sims. Hey, I bet there's actually a really good one out there for weapons targeting. You know, I bet we could do like a like a shuttle scene where I'm at the guns and you're flying.
5: Um I don't. I don't do the flying anymore. Oh.
2: Okay. Well, you know, let's start at level 5. I think I think you can take level 5. Alright. <sighs> so yeah, just little little frisbee balls of light. Easy, relaxing,
0: soothing. <sighs> and yeah, it's one of those things where, it. for those who don't know or um, probably haven't got an idea of what's going on, so basically 5's and Jaro are in what is essentially a spotlight of light and all around them is darkness in the holodeck, and there's these little frisbees and little lights that sort of zoom past. It's basically futuristic skeet shooting, if you know skeet shooting. And for this, because I would like there to be a competitive aspect, I would like both Jaro and Fives to roll me a control security difficulty of two, and we have a gentleman's agreement not to use momentum, determination, or threat. Uh,
5: Control security? Yep, to see who goes first, or just
0: just how you're doing in general. Actual,
5: okay, uh, do we or can you or can you not take the aim action in this?
0: I'm gonna say no because then you would just always take the aim action. So I only ask because of the uh, uh, dead eye marksman. Ah, <laughs> uh, fair point. Um. I tell you what, I'll give you the benefit of the aim, but just remember that you both do get the benefits of aim.
5: Okay.
2: Control security.
0: Yep.
5: Uh, Focus in energy-based small alarms technology. Yep.
2: Do you know how weird it is that we both have the same focus?
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's a very common one, actually. All right, well, there's uh, three for fives. So I think what that Good means shot. is, uh, Jaro, I think when you... Because aim lets you reroll one of the die, I think you have to roll a crit here to be doing better than fives. So otherwise, you're kind of behind right now. Okay.
4: Not with Deadeye Marksman, though. That lowers the difficulty by one. So
0: Ah, uh, fair point. Fair point. So you would at least need one success then. Cool. Or one more success, which nice. you get. So I think what happens then is you guys are tied right now. So, as the lights zoom past, you, of course, follow and fire with your phasers, uh, hitting all the lights in the row, and level five, quote-unquote, comes to an end. And the computer chimes in and says, would you like to increase the difficulty? Level six. All right, level six starts up, and again, uh, if I could get another roll from the both of you. And we're only going to do this a few times, because, you know... Okay. Oh that is that's, that's a lot that's four successes very nice Jaro alright so I think what happens Fives is uh, you're starting to miss a few things whereas Jaro is eagle eyed uh, he is hitting every target maybe he's adding a little bit of flourish I'll let Jaro decide what that flourish might be but he's starting to show you up pretty badly
5: uh, Jaro is with the extra successes. Uh, he's basically uh, feigning that he's being lucky.
2: Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I had a feeling you were going to be pretty good at this.
5: Nice shot. Oh, well, thank you. Uh, you know, there's a reason you're chief of, chief of security, though. Yeah, I mean, that's some pretty good shooting.
2: Hey, it just means that I know engineering's going to be safe if we ever get invaded. <clears throat> so uh tell me about what your uh your last position uh deep space october what was that like
5: um well i got myself into a lot of different trouble so uh, it it's, trouble it's like. a source it's a sore topic ah oh my bad
2: um hmm well what else do you like to do i noticed that you uh you pretty much zip between your duty shift and your uh, your room most of the time if you're not in the mess hall.
5: Yeah, I just you know, I have a lot of things that I'm trying to get up to speed on with the engineering. Um, you know, I focused on piloting in the academy, but uh, you know, took up engineering as a minor, and well, now that's what I'm doing. What do you think about that micro wormhole generator? Oh, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I'm experimenting with a few different things
0: and, and ways that I could potentially utilize it in the future. And because we have a complication, I'm actually going to say that the complication is, is fives, when you miss your target, something goes wrong with the holodeck because your phaser blast actually pierces through the darkness around you, hits one of the uh, hollow grid panels, and everything starts to shimmer and shift, and the illusion drops. You are in a holodeck once more. Okay, well, looks like I'm going back to my primary duty.
5: (laughs) Um, Yeah, sorry about that. Uh, Computer, send holodeck
2: logs
0: to Station 17 on the bridge for analysis. And there's that dutiful chime, which I probably should soundboard. I'm gonna make a note of that to soundboard it in the future. But yeah, it chimes. (laughs) Right. Uh, and uh, Chara
5: just gets to work at looking at the damage and trying to repair it.
2: Uh, I'll uh, I'll stick around. I want to see what happens here.
0: Oh, yeah, sure. All right. So as you two get to work, uh, we're now going to go to Captain Lee's ready room because I believe we have a scene that's going to unfold, but Lee, you wanted some time to set up things, so go for it.
4: Uh, actually, we can forego that because I've learned oh. a little bit more about the context. So I'll just be in my office, and uh, the door can chime or the like.
0: Okay, yeah. Then uh, the door does chime. Enter, and I know Allel stepping in, but is a uh, certain Dottie coming in as well? Um, sure. If 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 I'm asked. I mean, that's up to Alal at this point. Totally uh,
3: her fault. Well, would it, would it be up to... Yeah, Alal's like, hey, you coming in?
0: Right before the door
3: opens. Why? Well, the captain asked me in here to talk about sick bay stuff. You know?
6: I'll come along.
3: All right, so the door would open and Allah would step in.
4: Yeah, followed closely, I suppose, by Dotig. Doctor, Commander, thank you. Please have a seat. Now, Doctor, um, I've been given to understand that you are engaging in animal experimentation in your sickbay.
3: Yes, serpent
1: worms.
4: I don't recall seeing any requests to be permitted to conduct experiments on live animals. Commander, did you sign off on any of these experiments? Not
6: specifically, but I give Dr. Alella wide berth to conduct her affairs as she sees
4: fit. Nonetheless, I'm. Based on what I've gathered from your research, Doctor, it seems as if there might be some. moderate danger to the ship if something were to go awry. Would you mind elaborate on uh, elaborating on the nature of the experiments that you've been carrying out so that we can put in place proper safety procedures, if necessary?
3: Uh, sure. Can you remind me when the uh, Congo was constructed?
4: I assume that was a GM question, not me.
0: It could be anyone who knows. <laughs> I'm just going to make that an in-character question, because I find it funny if the characters themselves don't know it. I mean, it's a new ship, is what I'm implying it
4: was constructed shortly before we began our mission it's a new vessel
3: ah yes so it would have all of the technological up to code requirements that a sick bay would have if you're concerned about quarantine measures etc um i'll have you know that serpent worms are eaten every day by klingons experimenting on them is no different than putting them on top of a salad
6: oh did you don't ruin something like serpent worms by putting them on a salad
3: i'm sorry did you like uh wait what's the human none of us are human i think it's called teriyaki uh that's my favorite (laughs) anyway sir i'm sorry not to Uh, let me circle back um i i the 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 stage at which I'm experimenting is is not dangerous at all, yet. Um, should I need to escalate the experiment, then I would, of course, inform you and the commander of such. But right now, uh, everything is, is contained within measures up to code.
4: Doctor, when it comes to potentially dangerous medical experiments, when you do reach that phase, up to code is insufficient. I want the most stringent procedures put in place. In other words, multi-redundant isolation fields across the deck in which you're conducting these experiments and the possibility for sterilization fields to be implemented. Captain, I'll I'll
6: work with Dr. LL to ensure that things don't get out of
3: hand you know you might as well just have me work in a shuttle off the ship if you're that concerned about safety
4: you know doctor you're adopting a somewhat disrespectful tone I generally don't pull rank or have a great deal of concern for this kind of attitude but it's become something of an issue with you over the last several missions.
3: Is it a tone or am I simply challenging unnecessary requests that belabor the time I spend actually getting work done?
4: Doctor, your primary responsibility on this ship is to ensure the safety and health of its crew. Research and experimentation to whatever end you're seeking to obtain is one thing, but if you come close to... if you even... And Lee just sort of, you know, uh, strokes his brow and leans back. Captain, if I may. I'm Please, forced,
6: I'm forced to agree with Dr. Allel. These conditions are Excessive. The triple redundant systems in standard sick bays are more than sufficient. And but if you'd like, we can review Dr. Allel's experimentations together and become fortified with more information before we before we tie her hands.
4: If I may, Doctor, I know from personal experience that even those triple redundant systems and Starfleet's vaunted multiple backups sometimes aren't enough. And if the Doctor is carrying out experimental procedures in our sickbay, well, like I said, I'm going to need more assurances than even that.
3: Captain, I suggest that you take up redundant procedures with your chief of engineering, Ensign Terrell.
4: Ensign Terrell can establish those systems. He's not the one who actually understands what's necessary in light of his lack of experience with any kind of, well, medical field.
3: I mean, okay, I'll double check everything. There's only so many people on this ship for me to treat and I don't sleep. So I have to spend my time usefully. Wouldn't you agree? You don't want me just twiddling my thumbs in sick bay. Besides the research I'm doing would help children as it's to find a cure for this very drug resistant radiation poisoning. The plasma I'm using can only be found in the nebulas of the expanse that we're exploring.
4: And you see that for a moment, as she discusses the application of the treatment that she's beginning to devise for radiation poisoning for children, that Lee almost winces and then sort of writes himself Well, doctor, I, I will admit that that is a, a laudable goal. When it's it comes certainly time. worth for-
3: a few serpent worms, wouldn't you say?
4: Are they being treated humanely, to use a rather anthropocentric uh, term?
3: (laughs) Yes, yes, of course.
4: Animal experimentation is, of course, sometimes warranted. I just want to make sure that there's no undue suffering.
0: And it's right about then that the ship goes to red alert, and Rowan on the bridge says, um, senior officers and the captain of the bridge, please. On our way. All right. And we now cut to the bridge. As everybody begins arriving in turn, uh, Alel, you step out behind Lee and Dottig, who I imagine go to their respective chairs. Fives, I think you arrived pretty quickly. Uh, Would Jaro have come to the bridge or would you have gone to main engineering?
5: Uh, He's going to go to main main engineering.
0: Got it. All right. And the reason for the red alert uh, is actually quite uh, noticeable. And by that, I mean, on the view screen is a very large ship. Now, when I say large, I don't mean like sovereign class or Jupiter class. I mean something easily two clicks... Wide. Um, we're talking very, very large. We're talking three, four, five, seven, maybe even eight times the size of the Congo. This thing is massive. And in general, because I can't really figure out a better way to describe it, it's as if the Millennium Falcon was actually symmetrical. Instead of having just that one offshoot arm, it's now more of a, um... It's now more of a sort of that same U-shape with the ring at the back, um, but it now has two pods on either side. And as you all take your stations, uh, Rowan reports, I, uh, I tried to get a scan of it, sir, but uh, I, I wasn't getting anything conclusive. Um, I, I think it might be abandoned, though, sir. I, I've tried hailing it. I, I've tried doing pretty much everything, and nothing's come back tactical can we get any life form readings from the vessel
4: can you do anything to clarify our sensor scans I'm
2: going to see if I can do a negative space scan sir if we can't scan the ship directly we might be able to infer its condition by the state of the space around it
0: alright well Dag preempting this question I actually have already given you access to a handout Uh, scanning now sir uh,
2: we'll get the results in just a few seconds
0: yep should be the handout uh, derelict scans
4: Dr. Allel uh, would you contact your uh, other doctors and nurses in sickbay just to have them prepared in case this vessel is not abandoned they may maybe wounded
3: yes sir I'll be prepared to set up a triage if needed
4: very good
2: This is really strange, sir. Um, apparently, the Derelict is made out of at least several meters of Duranian composite. Um, no, None of our scanners can really penetrate that hull. Um, this is way thicker than even what the Cardassians used uh, to shield uh, access conduits on DS9. Um, no trace of life signs. I can't even detect a power signature.
4: Are you detecting any kind of docking port or means of access
0: to the ship gm answer uh, you are uh it's in that sort of curve of the u so the interior curve of the u
2: and fives will mark that out on the screen with, from the tactical interface yeah uh right there um uh, also on both sides of the ship they've got dual torpedo tubes
4: in other words, it's designed for broadside combat rather than directed combat?
2: Yeah, something like that. Uh, I wish I could tell you more, sir. If we could get access to their systems, that'd be great. But given that we can't detect life signs, I can't tell you if there's anybody there waiting for us. Hmm.
4: Well, we have an obligation to assist if there is anyone still alive on that vessel. Commander Dottig, your opinion on sending an away party? We'd be better served taking a shuttle. Agreed. I don't believe that we'd be able to get a transporter signal through that geranium hull. No, not without pattern enhancers on the other side. Indeed. Um, And then he would calm down to engineering. Lieutenant, uh, sorry, Ensign Jaro, uh, have you been monitoring the situation on the bridge?
5: Yes, sir. Uh, It's a very interesting looking vessel.
4: I would like you to put together equipment and uh any materials that you might require to uh, thoroughly investigate that vessel and potentially establish a transporter lock transporter enhancers or anything else that uh, you could bring on a way mission to best ensure our ability to beam an away party back
5: yes sir um
4: i'll meet uh or how are we getting over there sir we'll be taking well the, Unfortunately, I won't be going, as I'm sure that Commander Date would quote Starfleet Regulation at me if I requested to do so. But uh, we'll be taking a shuttlecraft, or at least your away party will.
5: All right, I'll meet them
4: down in the shuttle bay. Very good. Um,
5: With your permission, Captain?
4: Absolutely, Doctor. Uh, You have liberty to assemble a away party of your own choosing. Mr. Fives, Dr. Ellel. Yes, sir.
3: Yes, yes, yes.
6: Please accompany me to the shuttle bay.
3: Finally!
2: Are we <laughs> bringing popcorn this time?
3: No, we save that for when we get back.
2: Oh, yes. Success,
6: popcorn. And
2: Fives will walk over and follow them mm. to the appropriate turbo lift.
6: And he'll, Dottie will stop at the turbo lift door and, um, turn and uh, he will tap his com badge and say
4: that take to ensign print and you hear sort of a clash and clatter in the background um, you're not exactly sure what's going on and then a voice comes over the comms uh, yes uh, sorry uh, commander how, how can I help you Please report the shuttle bay. Uh which shuttle bay? Main shuttle bay, I presume? Correct. That very good. Uh for what reason exactly? An the way mission. Oh, uh was there uh, uh, very good. Uh I will be right there. Um yes, very good. Hmm.
2: 5 leaning lean into a lol and be like to- do we have more than one shuttle bay?
3: That's like your thing.
1: <laughs> well, <and> stage right.
0: <laughs> on that note, let's actually go through and figure out what you're bringing equipment-wise, because some of these things actually do cost momentum and or threat. So let's start with uh, pattern enhancers. If you're bringing those, I believe pattern enhancers are going to be an A cost of one so that's one momentum off um if you wish to bring along environmental suits normally there's a opportunity cost of two but since you don't know if there's an atmosphere on the other side i am going to give you ev suits for free um now just for your sake do note that you have a resistance of one while you're in an ev suit and that will become important so keep it in mind Aside from that, what other bits of equipment, what other bits of gear do you want to bring on this away mission? Um Dante will request that fives bring a type 3 phaser. Okay. And that's actually a very important question then because it is an opportunity cost of one and it does give me two threat. But unless I'm grossly misunderstanding the rules, it actually is for the entire away team could take phaser threes. Uh, i'm sure Charlie, i
2: would
6: take phase a Phaser phase three everybody all right yeah we can, so then, i mean even if they're not taken i suppose we can still
0: hand wave it as they're on the shuttle if we have to run back and get them right 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 um, other things i should say then is that uh, alel does have a medical kit for free because she's the cmo jaro you have an engineering kit because you're the chief engineer is there anything else you want to bring along with you?
5: No, we just need to spend the two momentum. Correct. Uh
3: just the phaser for her and the med kit. Alright.
0: In that case, there.
5: Yeah. Uh, just waiting on Lee to spend the uh
0: so that's three momentum for uh... two. Two. Okay. All right. And we're now going to cut to an exterior shot as I get this map loading. Um, but we see all of you arriving in the shuttle bay, piling into a Type 9, and departing out of the Congo's shuttle bay, which I imagine is on the back of the vessel. And the shuttle turns around and swoops out towards the front, towards this gigantic vessel. Uh, Alien derelict, as it were. And as you begin flying there, um, I will point out where you guys are attempting to dock as I also change the ambience. Um, So this map is not 100% to scale. Um, If you will imagine that it's more like a probably about a 10 meter square. So it's actually quite large, each of these squares. Um, It's definitely not 100% to scale is what I'm getting at here. Um, But in general, you have three opportunities to dock at. Uh, The first is you see that sort of patterned grid line in front of you to the left. That looks like it is some form of shuttle bay of its own. And then you have two airlocks where you see the 20s, uh, which could be things for you to dock the shuttle with and cycle through that way. So my first question is, which way do you want to enter into the ship?
6: I would go for the, the actual shuttle bay. Uh, You're the
5: XO, senior yeah. senior officer. Decide.
6: I suppose. Yeah, we'll 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 try to get into the actual shuttle bay before we, try
0: say like an airlock. Okay. Then I only need to know who is flying because that's just gonna require a roll from them. What's, what's not it. Nope, not me. <laughs> I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> All right, so Mr. Prin, I need you to roll me a control and a con, difficulty of two. And the shuttle will assist you. Um, the shuttle will assist on a seven or lower. So if someone could roll the shuttle, please.
4: And I'll buy one extra die
0: with my focus and helm operations. All Ooh. <gasps> Ooh. All right, so the good news is you actually get the momentum right back. So you're back up to four momentum. However, there is a complication So the shuttle gets closer and closer and closer to where the shuttle bay is on this alien ship and it actually opens up at your presence uh, as you get closer and you begin to steer the shuttle in past the doors but unfortunately unlike on a Starfleet vessel where you have tractor beams and other ways to steer the shuttle around once you cross the threshold you lose control completely because there's a bit of artificial gravity shift that you weren't prepared for and the shuttle slams into the ground, and you hear just the denting of metal and screeching as metal on metal just sort of drips and tears. But you do come to a stop.
4: Uh, uh, Well, you know, there's that human expression, uh, that any landing that you can walk away from, and also I am a, a, a cultural studies expert, not a pilot. So next time maybe we want to, I don't know, ask the helmsman to actually pilot the shuttlecraft. Sir, not that I'm telling you how to do your job, of course, but Thanks, Pryn. Yes,
6: and some you know rough landings well, you said it yourself, and there's another earth saying as well Um, the glass is half full rather than half empty we're here, we're whole we're sound of wind and limb and we can carry on with our mission. We have pattern enhancers, so hopefully, if there are some kind of uh, divine beings, maybe we can beam back to the ship.
4: Well, there may aren't, but that's... As an engineer,
5: sir, I'd like to just point out that the glass is probably just the wrong size. Hmm.
3: Someone tell me why we didn't take that really nice-looking shuttle in the shuttle bay. Whose is that?
4: It's mine. <clears throat> <clears throat> <laughs> yeah. The captain let you have your own shuttlecraft. Yes. And I why didn't really you like fly us it. here? <laughs> it's, a little,
5: it's a long story. Well, I like to arrive in, the...
3: in one piece, please. I, mean, I can we are... listen to the long story if it means we arrive in one piece.
6: We're
0: technically in one piece. And it's I'm a complicated matter. threat that you all look out the window as there's another clunk. Your left nacelle literally falls off. We you have know, maneuvering thrusters;
6: I, that's I, not uh, a big I'm, deal. You know, I'm no engineer, but I'm pretty sure that's not supposed
4: to look like that. And then the right nacelle goes off as well. That's not even possible. I, that, that that has to be faulty maintenance on the shuttlecraft. I we scraped the bottom of the shuttlecraft, not the two nacelles. So it's not my fault. You did.
6: You did. We did sort of walk a little but you know what let's just, just let's just do what we came here to do we just need it's to like the friendly
3: sign right
6: everybody tell just start to use that vendor again yeah everybody gear up and we'll <laughs> we'll get to surveying this this ship um gm are there
0: yes. any signs of life i actually was just waiting for you to either look out of the shuttle uh, shuttle bay proper or step out into it so i will explain further so, as you all step out of the shuttle, or what remains of it, uh, you actually enter into a, and I feel like I'm going to use this word a lot this to, tonight, so I do apologize for it, but it is an expansive space. Um, it is easily two or three times the size of the shuttle bay you're used to. You could actually probably fit a Defiant in here if you flew it carefully enough. Um, but what you're noticing is that it's sterile. Sterile, that's a word. Um, meaning that the walls are pristine, unmarked, un- de- uh, not decorated, otherwise just sort of flat sheets of metal, um, probably the duranium that you detected earlier. But unlike on a Starfleet vessel where you can, like, touch a wall as you're walking down a corridor and the computer will light up, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's just solid wall. There, There is nothing to indicate direction, uh, what is one way, what is another way, it's just metal the floors are the same way as is the ceiling now that might seem oppressive at first because it is but what does catch your attention is that as you sort of step out further into the shuttle bay and i'm just going to move prin so hopefully you all can see a little bit further um to your left straight ahead of you and to your right are very large uh, double doors that are easily the size of a cargo hold's doors. Like the doors that lead to the outside of the ship. So you could get in deeper into this ship by following one of those. And the one thing I need to say about um, this map in general is that I have not blocked off all the doors. Um, so anytime you see a square or a line that sort of cuts across and isn't uh, handled by dynamic lighting um, there is still a door there I just did not want to spend six hours doing dynamic lighting for all the doors uh,
6: Mr. Jaro are you detecting any power signatures are we near anything that could be considered an engineering deck
5: so is uh, going to look around for uh, potential access panel as well as uh try to get some readings on, um, just in general, any sort of power source.
0: All right. Why don't you roll me a reason engineering difficulty of one. Uh, starship construction would definitely apply. Two successes. And that means you get a point of momentum back. Um, You're still having a little bit of difficulty accounting for the thickness of the walls, but in general, you are getting a reading of a power signature directly ahead of you through the front door, quote-unquote. Pardon the term, uh, Lieutenant
5: Commander, but uh, dead ahead.
1: Uh... I can take points,
5: sir. Please Hello?
3: do, Doctor Relle. Yes.
6: Are you picking up any life form readings? That's
3: exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, um, she would be scanning for life forms.
0: And because someone redeemed the complication.
3: Great. Thank you. You Great. actually Thanks, do
0: de- awesome. You actually do detect life signs.
3: <laughs> oh, that's wait. Worse. Did we detect these from <laughs> the Congo? No. Great.
0: And it gets worse.
3: Oh, yeah. Tell because me Because it's
0: all. not 5, 10, 50, 100, 200. No. I mean literal thousands of life signs.
3: Hmm. Sorry, I might have gotten a faulty <laughs> medical tricorder here, but take a look at this. She'll, like, scooch over to take and, like, sh- lean over and show him.
6: That's, uh, a lot of life forms.
3: We that we detected nothing from the Congo.
6: The Duranium shielding must have been hiding it all. Perhaps. Um, Jim, from the <clears throat> from the reading,
1: mm-hmm.
6: can we ascertain if this these life forms are humanoid or
3: insectoid. Any, uh,
0: insectoid or if you give me a momentum, Z- I will answer that question. Xenomorph. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> so, what you're able to detect is that a vast majority of the life signs are lower life signs. Ironically enough, not unlike the worms that Alel is um, experimenting on. <laughs> but there are larger life forms, at least if the tricorder is telling you correctly. I Think of a grizzly bear, except one and a half again the size of a grizzly bear. Very good. Um he'll tap his common badge.
6: Um uh, take to Congo. Congo does not reply. Uh perhaps we should try to set up the pattern
2: enhancers first, sir.
6: Well, I'm not an engineer, but don't they just enable transport?
2: We still have to get a system lock we might be able to piggyback a carrier away for the communicators
6: good thinking um, well, what's that saying make it so i don't know where you guys get these
2: human sayings i'm from earth and i don't know half of these
0: char will uh, set it up all right, all right so right, you, well... you you pull out the pylons and set up the tripods put them down set them in that triangle typical pattern and you activate them. There's that momentary blue beam that goes between each of the three pylons. And then nothing happens. As in, it almost flickers, that little beam passing between the pylons. And then the pylons just stop working. Okay. Um, does,
6: does anything get maintenance on this ship? Do I really have to start holding
5: people? Everything gets maintenance on this ship. This is something... Goofy with this vessel here. Uh,
4: Before we actually continue on this line of questioning, should we actually see if our phasers work?
0: That's a good idea.
2: Uh, Fives will run a diagnostic on his type 3.
0: Alright, so the the good news, your type 3s work. Your type 1s and your type 2s? Nope. Um... Jim, can I scan to see if there's any sort of dampening field or power drain? And because you've actually asked, uh, I'm just going to give it to you free. Yes, there is some form of a dampening field that has hit you the moment you flew into the shuttle bay.
4: Well, now you see, that's exactly why I crashed the shuttlecraft. It's not that I did; it's the it's the dampening field that's. But well, you may be right. Yes, of course I'm right. I'm always that... right.
2: That might denote that you. there actually is <laughs> someone at the controls who is monitoring and maybe even trying to protect um, the inhabitants of this vessel.
5: Or its automated defenses. Oh, I don't that like too. that.
2: But they're pretty passive if you ask me. I mean, a dampening field that renders you know our equipment futile? I mean, that's, that's a pretty nice way of saying hey, we don't really want you here but we're not going to kill you
4: well let's oh not yet no that that just means that they're going to kill us slowly i think it's a torturous way of of executing us exactly yes
2: you're both catastrophizing it's fine
3: that's your job is to be worst case scenario fives
2: yeah and we're not there yet all right got a dampening field and two bad nacelles
3: almost all of our weapons are useless
2: Mine's and we're mine.
3: surrounded by thousands of life forms that we didn't know existed
2: and you're all still very much alive and healthy.
3: Okay, then you go through the door first.
2: That was my plan. This, okay. So uh,
6: let's let's collect the pattern enhancers if we can get to perhaps an engineering deck as uh, Luta, as Ensign Jaro pointed out maybe we can use their power source to recharge it.
5: Or we could just turn off the dampening field when we get to it.
6: Well, we can do that too either way all right mr fives proceed
0: uh, all right so yeah go ahead and feel right. free to move your tokens about just show me where you're going and i'll tell you when to stop
6: <laughs> now are the little squares
2: are they of those doors, are doors like and they actually
0: doors. do open when you approach them
2: okay so fives will walk into this space and then peer around each of the sides looking for or scanning for any kind of threats
0: Alright, and that actually it was really good on ambience. I couldn't have timed that better. Um, you peek through the door as it opens up and to your left and to your right you see open doors that lead to what look to be storage of some sort. There's a multitude of metal crates and other sort of box uh, implements but the doors aren't open so much as they're doing that creepy thing where they're like half open and then like stuttering trying to close but there's nothing really blocking them from doing it. So it's just sort of clunking and making a bunch of noise. Um, ahead of you, you see that there appears to be what might be the equivalent of a some form of a mess hall. A very large mess hall. Um, and you also see that there is uh, signs of a battle. And actually signs that there is something here more than just sterile walls. Um, once you get towards, let me actually show you on the map with a tool here. Uh, let's see. Let me actually use something you can see. So, you see. No, I guess you can't see that. Hold on. Uh, is this working today? Yes. No, of course it's not working. Roll 20 oh. has a dampening field. Yeah, all right. Be, you're on, I'm on the, the wrong layer. Tool. <clears throat> well, yeah, I'm on the right layer. Fire so this... explosions. Okay, because I'm not seeing them, so that's weird. Um,. I'll just do it manually. So, this far wall, the one that's near the mess hall, um, you actually are beginning to see the quote-unquote Starfleet standard uh, where there is ornamentation, there are computer panels, there are access terminals. But what you're noticing is that a large majority of these panels have been ripped off of the wall. And the walls themselves have these great claw gashes in them. And they're still made of duranium. So for those who don't know, you shouldn't be able to do that with Duranium at all. Duranium is what regular starship hulls are made out of. Something has really nasty claws.
2: Okay, well that's going to be real interesting. Uh, hey Doc, you might want to scan these uh, claw marks for any kind of cellular residue and maybe put together a model of what, we might, what else might be on this ship.
6: Well, uh, there are a large number of One and a half times grizzly bear type things. I picked it up on the tricord,
3: though. Alel's going to hang back for a second and she's going to turn back to the hangar and then look down the hall that way and then, like look the other way and just see if she can pick up any visual indicators of anything that's off around her.
0: Roll me a insight and security please.
3: This is going to be fun. <laughs>
0: <coughs> Difficulty of one by the way.
3: Uh, Okay. Escape and avoidance.
0: Actually would apply, yes. know it would be good here forensics
3: forensic science (laughs) yes (laughs) Nice.
0: well you got two successes so that means you do get a momentum back and alel what you're noticing is that the way you came in it's almost like a honey trap it's too open too inviting and the way you look around and just again the sterile walls of the hangar bay this doesn't seem functional in any way, shape, or form. This this has to be deliberate design.
3: Okay, so she won't voice that quite yet, but she will go up and scan where the claw marks are.
0: All right. And as you're doing that, I do have to ask, uh, Jaro, wh- what are you doing in fives? What are you doing?
2: Fives is making sure to secure the area, keeping an eye out for all entries and exits.
5: Uh, Jarro is going to examine the storage closet.
0: All right. Well, Jarro, uh, as you sort of peek your head inside to look at the crates, uh, do you actually go inside?
5: Uh, he's gonna, yeah, you know, he's gonna scan. Uh, so, like, he steps into the threshold scans up and around. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah. then uh, after after doing a, a scan of the room and to see if it's clear,
0: he's then going to step in. Alright, and the good news is as you look around, you're not seeing anything super dangerous. Uh, you do see that there's a bunch of wiring and metal panels that have been ripped out of the ceiling and the lighting that is provided by the equivalent of uh, LEDs is flickering But you are able to see that there's nothing immediately threatening. And specifically in the storage room you just entered, there are three large crates, each the size of a shuttle.
5: Are they marked?
0: They are, but they are marked with a circular rune that does not translate with the universal translator. Um, If I had to describe these runes, if you could imagine a circle with two concentric circles in the middle... Then you have a circle with a oval that pierces through the middle. And then you have a circle with not only one oval through the middle, but then another oval through that middle, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. I probably should have drawn it, but hopefully that, that does come across well.
5: There are storage containers in here, Commander. But I don't know if we want to look in them or not for now no
3: how many scratch marks claw marks is uh, it like 4 or 3 or
0: a lot um, easily 10 plus
3: so like a 10 clawed animal or just a lot I'm going to
0: let you over. decide that because you just don't know also I'm going to scan the atmosphere all right
3: okay so she'll be trying to look for uh like molecular size clues as to the biology of whatever had created these scratch
0: marks got it and hey you actually guys uh, just got a momentum so have fun with that but uh let's do this in order so jarro uh the atmosphere is a class l meaning you could survive it without your environmental suits for a time, but you wouldn't want to stay there for a long amount of it. Allel, uh, as you scan the claw marks, uh, let's just say that you're starting to understand where some of the lifeform readings are coming from because as you get close to them with your tricorder, almost like a congealed mass, almost like a living goo, these undulating forms of worms begin to crawl out of the claw-marked holes and begin to form around where the claws have torn into the sides of the wall. And you can Ugh. hear it even through your environmental suit. It's it's kind of a skittering and goopy, wet sound of just flesh over flesh. It's, it's very unpleasant.
3: Mm. Uh... So is she able to ascertain like the the basic building blocks of any anything that would have created the marks?
0: Yes, uh silicon based.
3: Okay. <laughs> uh she turns to Datek. Well, as you can see she points to the claw marks, lots of worms coming out. Uh Looks like it. it's very likely the creature that did this was silicone based, so. But I don't like this, sir. I think we're taking an unnecessary risk being here. I'm just getting a horrible feeling.
0: I. And during your deliberation, some... I'm oh. going to interrupt and spend two oh. threat, that you hear a gigantic crash from behind you. And you all turn to look, and what you see is a creature that is larger than you thought it could ever be. And specifically, it is larger than a shuttlecraft. And it is going to pick up, you see it sort of pick up the front of the shuttlecraft, lift it up into the air, and then slam it to the deck plate over and over and over until it turns into a slag of metal. And, to describe this creature, I have a handy handout. So, um, for those of you that aren't looking at the screen, uh, if you'll imagine a Zergling with exposed muscle, it's bipedal, and in general looks like um, everything out of your horror imagination, it is something that is wrong. It is something that is profane. It is something that... You just, in the very core of your being, even if you're not human, you do not want to get in this thing's way. But, okay. for the moment, it doesn't do seem Kerrigan? to really care that you're there.
5: All the maintenance in the world would have saved that shuttle, sir.
6: Well, I'm glad that you can find time to be flippant.
3: Oh, well, gonna go hide wherever five's she is gonna can. Look,
6: <laughs> fives is gonna look for a way to shut this door.
3: Yeah. Okay.
0: oh so Fives? Roll me a uh, insight uh, security here. Difficulty of three.
2: I would like to submit infiltration as a specialty here, knowing I'll how give to it get to in
5: and out of places. And yeah. Would uh, I be able to assist
0: with engineering? You most certainly could. There we go.
2: And does anybody mind if I borrow two
0: momentum for an additional dice? Uh, it would be one for one moment or one die, and three for two dice.
5: Right, I'll take one.
0: Insight. Security.
5: I mean. And if what's it comes...
0: the engineering role? Uh, you're also insight engineering. Okay. All right. Well, there's your three to start with. Let's see. Uh... <laughs> Excuse me. Let's see if Charo gets you any more. Alright, you get that point of momentum right back. And yes, uh, between Jaro and Fives, if you want to shut this door, you certainly can.
2: Lieutenant Commander, we can shut this door right now.
0: By all means. (laughs) And yeah, as the door begins to close, I'm going to spend two of my threat that whatever this thing is that's beating up the remains of your shuttle, it hears you and it turns and with its glowing multiple red eyes, its jaw distends and emits the most unholy wail that is like the mixture of a pterodactyl and a tyrannosaurus rex mixed with maybe a lion. And it just causes almost undue panic as it begins to advance on the closing door. It's like it's like that almost the horror movie trope where the door is slowly closing and this thing is advancing and what I need from everyone is a fitness and a command at a difficulty of one. And this is representing how well you handle your fear. Can I take sociocultural
2: psychology? As no, that will <laughs> Can
0: not I do
3: escape you. and avoidance?
0: Escape and avoidance would apply, yes.
3: Yes, thank God. She's learned Can from I? the past. <laughs>
0: Can I, um, can I, can I, um, use Xenobiology? No, as you a, may not use Xenobiology. Oh, you guys are funny. Can All I argue these... that
4: counterterrorism operations has no. given me a steely will? <laughs> no. as I am, I am countering the terror. No, but nice try. Well,
6: I mean, I think you're, you're not countering the terror right now. You're encountering the terror.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, so far, Alol, Jaro, and Prin, you've all passed. Uh, Fives <laughs> has failed, and Dante oh, no. has rolled a complication. So here's what's going to happen. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, Fives, what is your fitness score? You have a what, a nine? Aye. All right, so what happens is, Fives, you're maybe standing at the door. So maybe let's rearrange the tokens here. You're standing at the door with Jaro, and you're just watching this thing get closer and closer and closer. And your nerves break, and you immediately just take off running, and you just go through the most random doors you possibly can, and the rest of you lose sight of fives as he runs deeper into whatever the hell this thing is. The complication is that the moment he's out of sight, you lose contact with him, meaning your suits no longer are able to read his life signs. And Dag, That's I'm right actually going to put you over there. But the good news is that as the doors finally do close... Yeah, they... Jaro stands fast and uh, makes sure that door closes. And it's a good thing, too, because the instant they are shut, the thing slams into it and begins trying to claw through it.
3: So Allah will, like, yell after Fives as he's on his way wherever assuming it doesn't work mm-hmm. or she's just trying to find him and she's like looks at looks at Dot and she's like sir
6: we have to go after him
3: uh yeah i recommend we leave immediately
5: <laughs> so uh,
3: so so she'll i guess lead. she'll go in that direction that he ran
5: yeah um uh, Jaro, since he has the type three will take the lead and okay, okay. start walking down
0: all right. And as you escape or basically try to get away from whatever the hell that thing was that's where we're going to take our 5 to 10 to break. So yeah, Ooh. we'll be back shortly. Stick around. Woo. And that's the perfect time to come back from break. Oh, welcome I'm back. back. Fine. Um, welcome back everybody. Uh, if you're just tuning in the players went aboard a glorified space Hulk and um, they encountered something that cause some mortal terror in all of them in some way, shape, or form. Let's just say that their only way off of this place is via transporter enhancer, or so they hope, but first they have to shut down a dampening field from lord knows where. So, we resume the scene with you all running after uh, the fleeing fives. And in general, uh, what you're seeing is you proceed to the north here, and I'm just going to move all of you up. Uh, so that you can see what's going on. Uh, So let's move print up there. Let's move Alel on. Um, So as you enter into the northern part of the ship, uh, what you see are the following rooms. To, directly to Jaro's left, there appears to be some form of a machine shop. Um, A bunch of desks, tools, uh, bits of debris and machinery, things of that nature. Um, To Alel's left, uh, is what looks to be some form of a security room. Um, you're seeing that there are walls uh, or the walls are lined with what could be some form of bladed weapon. Uh, it's almost like a scimitar mixed with a Lopesh, so it's it's a very odd-looking implement. Um, to your right, Alel, is what looks to be some form of a ladder, but this ladder is for something much, much larger than any of you are. In fact, the more you look at it, you think that that ladder is probably for the thing you're running from. And then directly to your right, as you step forward just a little bit, Jaro, uh, you are able to peek inside and see that there is some form of um, console that might have been... um, I'm trying to figure out a way to say this without spoiling the mystery. Basically, it looks like someone has plunged their hand into the center of the console and ripped it out... Uh, leaving a trail of debris and other wiring and sparks and a little bit of flame behind in its wake. And so you know where Fives went. You know that he just kept running and eventually took a right uh, into what you don't know is what's in that room right now. But we'll get to Fives in a moment.
5: All right. So uh, Jar is making mental note of the rooms that they're passing um, because it is more of a priority right now to find fives mm-hmm. uh so he is going to get up to the corner and kind of do like a, a quick take around the corner to make sure that it's clear
6: all right um and gm if i could while we're moving mm-hmm. um i would like to scan to see if i can pick up um either fives bio readings or
0: Um, perhaps a signature from his implants. Alright. Roll me a reason science. Hell, it could be even reason medicine if you want it to be. Um, I'm going to say this is actually a difficulty of four. Okay. Um, I will... You know
6: what? I'll go ahead and spend um, momentum for two extra dice. Alright. And would
0: um xenobiology or neuroscience um uh, apply to this I mean I'd give it to you because he is x-borg so he's a little bit unique here and you get the four nice. successes you need wow yeah he uh you're able to tell exactly which room he's in which is uh this one farther up the corridor before it opens up again
5: um, uh is also going to take one of the bladed weapons
0: okay
3: Are there any more of those worms anywhere?
0: Now that you mention it, yes. Uh, if you were to look into the room with the ripped out console, um, you would see that the console remains. There's worms all around the edge of where things were ripped out of.
3: Uh, she'd like to take a sample.
0: Alright. Uh, roll me a control medicine, please. Difficulty of two. Okay.
5: Then a dex save.
3: Great. (laughs) Control, medicine, Uh, xenobiology.
0: Would apply. And you get your two successes. Okay, great. And yeah, you're able to collect a sample of the worms. Um, And when you actually kind of maybe bring one up to eye level, uh, obviously on the other side of the environmental suit helmet, um, you see that they're... Actually, rather tiny. Um, they're almost like. Try remember the the classical in real life uh, comparison. Is it silkworms that are the tiny white ones? Roly polies. Thinner than a roly poly, but you're you're almost. It's almost the same size as a roly poly. Inchworm? inchworm. There we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Can't almost inchworm size. So they're, they're adorable. Like pinworms. Pinworms even. Yeah. So inch somewhere between an inchworm and a pinworm.
3: Okay. Huh she'll like toss it up, catch it and then put it in her med kit
4: as the others are moving along uh, I would also like to take one of those sabers um, and I'd like to examine it for any kind of gilding or iconography or the like or is it just a very functional weapon and what could I kind of glean from the, the cultural implications
0: of it hmm why don't you roll me an in insight and con, uh, difficulty of two. And if you have anthropology or anything related to cultural studies, that would apply. I literally have uh, cultural studies, so...
4: There you go. And uh, since I this is an activation, I'm going to bring his con up to five. Got it. And I'll spend one momentum if that's okay with everyone.
1: Yeah,
5: absolutely.
0: Yeah, sure. <laughs> hey, there's four successes, nice. which means you get quite a large amount of momentum back and yeah, um what I'm gonna say, Prin is that these blades remind you of a zookeeper's implement, as in these are meant to corral or otherwise entice a creature to go a certain way hmm.
4: and uh yeah, Prin would just follow along, mentally cataloging that, but he's not gonna say anything.
0: Well as you're approaching Don't... where five Oh go ahead. So sorry.
5: Jaro looks back and says, Don't fall too far behind. Um last thing we want to do is split the party. Yeah, again yeah, you uh, mean?
3: Allah <laughs> will catch up.
6: Yeah. And um yeah, as as Jaro heads up, uh Data will go. Yeah, he's in there to your right, Ensign.
1: Oh, rain, rain Vibes. go away. No,
2: <laughs> little Paul Tate wants to play. Rain,
0: rain. and what you see is as you hear the little horrific sounds of fives probably rack- rocking back and forth. You enter into even without needing a con roll, you're pretty sure that this is the equivalent of a shower and/or locker room. Uh, if only by the multiple stalls with doors on them, uh, me- metallic implements that probably look like they could spew liquid, it- it's, again, probably safe to assume that this is some form of a locker room or a shower room. Um, fives? Come on.
2: Rain, rain, go away. Uh, Alright, Lieutenant Little Commander, that, that's all you. That's all
6: you. And yeah, he'll he'll step into the door, sort of. Guard Fives. Dad. No. Lieutenant. No, it's okay. Fives, attention.
2: Uh. 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 C-
6: Commander. Yes, Lieutenant. Stand up. Y- yes, sir. Mm. Sorry, sir. Are you injured? Um,
2: uh, mostly my pride.
6: <sighs> well, how's the team, sir? Well, now that we've got you back accounted for.
0: <sighs> Sorry, sir.
1: Take nothing of it.
0: You were ready. <laughs> nope, your mic died again. You're only human. Huh.
6: Would you like Dr. Allel to give you something?
2: I think I can shake this off.
6: Sir. Good. Well nope. in, Mister.
5: Yes, sir. We should go back and look at those consoles.
1: Yeah.
6: Agreed. If we can access a computer, it would be... preferable.
3: Uh... oL's oh, gonna kinda like walk up to Tech side by side. She's like, so what's the plan for getting out of here, sir?
1: Well...
6: <clears throat> How is your, uh... Zero-G operational training?
3: mediocre at best
6: I'll take it we may have to leave the hard way
3: oh boy oh boy <laughs>
1: hmm.
2: <gasps> better hope Rowan has sensors trained on the ship All
1: right.
3: we might be able to modify some kind of like beacon if we had to leave in that way to say, hey, we're here.
6: Once we exit the hull, I'm hopeful that Congo will be able to detect the subspace transponders in our comm badges, but that's a last resort. We may be able to find a transporter room or a shuttle bay of their design, but first things first, we need to access a computer and find out exactly where we are in
0: relation to everything else. So as you backtrack, uh, Jarl, that's the security room. The one with the uh, torn out console would be this room next to a lull if you wanted that one. And what's this room? Uh, that room, you don't know. You actually haven't opened the door to it yet. All right. He's going to open the door. And the moment you do, a gigantic spider leaps out and tries to eat your face. i <laughs> So, uh, Jaro, I need you to roll me a Daring Security, please. Difficulty of one. Uh, no. You need to get at least three successes to not get uh, <laughs> this space arachnid on your face.
2: Who needs I the deck will save use Save now?
6: Momentum.
0: <laughs> oh, damn. Wow. Oh! All right, unfortunately, what that's going to mean is that the space arachnid is going to do four stress damage to you but you have a resistance of one so it's only three but the complication is that as this chitinous creature slams into your helmet part of your helmet begins to crack and leak oxygen but now that we have spiders on the board let's just go ahead and enter into proper turn order So again, uh, it is just going to be player enemy player, but uh, let's just say that's not the only spider you have to worry about. But yeah, I would like to go
5: first. Jaro Jaro yells back, contact! (laughs) (laughs) And he is going to jump back and shoot it.
0: Okay, so that's going to be a control security difficulty of two. We do... And, uh, 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 we, what's the, I get an what's the because I'm do? standing next to him. Uh, since you're using a type 3, um, it does confer the accurate quality already. Um, so I believe... I'm trying to remember what it does in addition. Let me just double check. Uh, yeah, you can reroll as many d20s as you want instead of just the one.
5: Okay. Um, and with Deadeye Marksman, uh, the difficulty goes down to one?
0: Correct. Okay.
2: Now, D- DM, mm-hmm. with, with pack tactics, can I get an assist for the combat or no?
0: Not from your current angle, unfortunately. Okay. If you were in the same room, I would have given it to you, but based on sure. the angles of where you are, not quite yet. But uh, that is two successes, and that means you get a point of momentum back, and a type 3 is 4 plus your security, so that would be 8 challenge dice for Jaro. Yep, yep. Oof. And that's more than sufficient. That uh, as you fire out, you stun the gigantic spider as it sort of flips onto its back and sort of curls its legs in. And for the time being, you think, "Oh, well, that was easy." When uh, Mister Dottig, have that room to your south. Spider leaps out at you, so <laughs> I'm going to need you to roll me a. Daring security, difficulty of one. And I need you to roll me at least two successes on this one. (laughs) Alright. Alright. Or dot Um,
6: Daring security. And I'm going to spend a point of momentum for an additional die. Alright. Alright.
0: And there's the two successes you need so you actually now can roll your um, your melee damage which for you is two challenge dice (laughs) I am
6: stone cold killer
0: nice alright so what happens is the arachnid leaps out at your face but you catch it mid motion with your fist like maybe you're you're just prepared for it and you give it a good old right hook into the ground and it, it splats onto the ground and then gets to its feet and then starts almost hissing at you uh, chittering its mandibles but it is now the player's turn who would like to go next um can I cause I kind of want
6: to blast that spider blast it it's- with what well, we've all got we've all got Type Three phasers. Insults.
5: That yeah. that would be dot tag. That would be dot yeah. tag. Yeah. Yay, bits. <sighs> hey bits. Hey bits. Thank you. Thank you.
6: And GM, I imagine that's a uh, control security difficulty of two.
0: Yep. Well. The good news is that you can reroll because of the accurate quality of the weapon. Mm-hmm. Um, it can be either just the zero, or it could be the one as well. No, we're just gonna, we're just gonna reroll the zero. All right, and that is significant. Go ahead and roll me five challenge dice, please. All right, so you do shoot the creature and it does take the blast quite well. Um you see that its movements are slowing down, you see that it now has an energy burn across its abdomen. But it's still very much still standing. And Whoa. if that wasn't bad enough, hey uh hey L, How do you like spiders?
3: Uh at least it's they're... not a bulked zombie. <laughs> She's not super fond of very large ones.
0: Alright, well I mean, this one's the size of a cocker spaniel so... Oh, oh
3: yeah. Okay. Um, They're not that big. Is it like chasing her?
0: It's leaping out at your face.
3: Okay, so she'll try and dodge it?
0: Alright, that's daring security. Difficulty of... Wellamy let me roll and see. I'm gonna give uh, cause I feel like picking out a Lyle. I'm gonna spend one threat here. Oh. Uh, so you need to roll me three successes on this.
3: Oh, okay. Uh, I'll just roll two dice and see how we do. Alrighty. How about escape and avoidance?
0: It would apply. Get <laughs> <laughs> a lot of use out of that. Oh mm-hmm. yeah. A okay, lot, of my- no. lot of mileage on that one. Alright, so I think what happens handy then, with ghost ships. <laughs> and this is interesting, um, <laughs> Alel, the spider does leap out and begins tearing into your environmental suit, and it gets underneath of it, just starting to tear into your wounds. Oh, no, no, no. However, what's important here is that you're taking five damage after accounting for the suit's resistance, which means you are injured right now. And the only way to get around that is to spend three momentum. Otherwise, you are out of this combat. How much do we have? Three. Three. Isn't avoid an injury two? It would, but the intense quality because I rolled Ah. one effect makes it a three.
3: Oh dear. Um, well, she wasn't doing much anyway, so you guys keep that momentum.
0: Alright, well, uh, Pryn, Fives, you see Alel get pounced by this spider (laughs) and she goes down and it's not looking good. Oh, that no. thing uh, is going to
6: yell then. Um, Prin, deal with that spider.
1: Nice, well,
4: And Prin will um, <laughs> line up a shot with his phaser rifle and uh, attempt to shoot it.
1: Oh, um, okay.
4: <laughs> I will spend. Yeah, you know, I'll just spend one extra momentum for an extra die. All right. Unless you want me to go it with all three. LL. <laughs>
1: uh,
4: oh
0: my god!
4: Control security. I have no focus.
0: Oh boy. Yeah. So I think what happens is, and you try. Oh well, it is accurate, so you can re-roll those two zeros. Yes.
4: So.
0: Oh.
2: <laughs> nice. Can we reroll all that zero? <laughs>
0: no, you have to keep that zero. That zero you have to live with. Uh. So, Prin, I'm going to offer you a, a, uh, a choice of two things here. You can either hit the arachnid and deal full damage, but that full damage is also transferred to a Lel, <laughs> or you can do half damage and just hit the arachnid. Um. Well, if she suffers another wound, she dies outright, Correct. Uh, no she's only non-lethally injured at this point so another injury would make it a lethal injury and oh. then if she took another injury she would be dead dead but we're not quite at that stage yet
4: now you are a Cardassian <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would actually go for the full damage but I'll, I'll
0: leave that up to Watney what would you prefer that I do
3: what's the options
0: uh, full damage to both you and the arachnid, or half damage just to the arachnid, because of the complication.
3: Well, half damage to the arachnid, I guess. That makes <laughs> sense, right? Okay. But then it can still nah, do its thing.
6: It can still eat you. Yes.
3: Uh huh. Oh shit. Well, then it doesn't matter what the choice is, right?
2: I don't think, I think we've rolled damage yet. So, Prin, I think, I think, I think you
4: know, I think you know what you have to do. Okay, uh, seven challenge dice, is it? Seven <laughs> oh, challenge <God. laughs>
2: dice. Ouchie. Prin okay. is going uh, to take this as an opportunity to just observe what happens. Oh. Right? oh!
0: So this is Ouchies. extremely important here. Oh! So, Prin, you line up a shot and fire, oh. and you hit the arachnid square on, and it goes down. But unfortunately, the shot penetrates through the arachnid, and it also hits a lel. Now, the suit she has does provide some protection at this point, but she is now considered to be lethally injured. And she is at zero stress, meaning even just one more point of stress. And she is done just so you know. If only there was a doctor if only Hello. you Hello. Are
3: a doctor
1: i going to stop going on these things <laughs> yeah.
0: alright well the good news is that the only remaining arachnid is just going to kind of just leap at Dottig um, I only have that two threat remaining I mean, I'll spend I one threat why not because I, I like ramping up the tension here Um. wow um Yeah, yep. Yeah. yeah, that's that's four I need you would have to roll five successes to not get hit by this thing. Just take it like a man. I'm gonna have to take this one. Alright, well you still have to roll because there is a chance of complications. I can tell her. Okay.
5: Fewer deaths, Jeez. dice, less complications. Uh, Just that's, take out uh, both of our doctors. It's fine.
0: That's daring security, right? Just yep, daring man. security. That's terrible. That would be a very bad time to roll a complication. Okay, you only roll you only roll two successes, but no complications. So the spider slams into your legs, and its mandibles try to tear through the suit, but uh, you only suffer three stress damage.
6: Okay, we can.
0: And uh, at this,
6: we'll just circle. Whenever you're ready, Mister Fives. <laughs> and it is your turn now, Fives. You told Prin to
2: shoot. <laughs> Um, can fives move that far and and fire in the same turn?
0: You could, but you could also just stay where you are and aim and shoot. You'd also still be able to hit, assuming you didn't roll a complication.
2: That's my point. I don't want to roll a complication, roll complication and shoot somebody and kill somebody.
0: Uh,
5: you know, it's only dot It's
2: no, it's Alel. She's right between me.
0: Oh, you wouldn't oh, hit she's Alel. She's, she's on, on the ground floor. Ground yeah. She's on the ground. Yeah, she's on the ground. If she's she's you out, haven't,
5: sh- but if you haven't then shot you- dot yet. You're missing out.
0: It's a rite of passage for the senior staff. <laughs> it really is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Somehow we get away with it without the court martial. Well,
0: no, no. Everybody
6: gets
5: one.
2: Um, <laughs> were you grappling the spider by any chance? Me, no. No, oh, okay. For some reason, I thought you had smashed it.
5: He punched it.
2: Ah. And then he it. shot it. All right. Well, I am going to. Yeah. I will just shoot it. All right. Control security, um,
0: difficulty of two. uh,
2: And uh, you know what? Just for this, I'm going to blow Determination and use my new value of um, I got this. Okay, it's good value. Yeah, so I I swapped out apes together strong for that one last game. Uh, And this is
0: control security. It is indeed. And all you have to do is not roll complications here and hit sure control
2: security energy weapons Woo-hoo!
0: all right that actually gets nice. you back uh three momentum and yeah go ahead and roll me a challenge dice All right, so that is enough. Zeros? That the combined fire between Dottig and you, the Arachnid does go down. No, no, no. You misunderstand.
2: I'd like to blow a hole in the deck plating. Oh, I'm um, kidding! I'm kidding. Let's kill a spider. One move forward. It's fine.
0: Right. <laughs> it's it's stunned. It's out cold, and you guys are no longer in combat at this point. Okay. Well, Dottig's immediately going to
6: um, go over to Alel and take her medical kit and begin. Um, trying to save her life. Okay. And fives will check in on Jaro
2: to make sure what he couldn't see is over.
4: And All he's right.
0: also leaking oxygen, right? So he is also oh, her, leaking suit,
3: oxygen. her suit is punctured.
0: Yep. Wasn't and suit is punctured. Yeah. So let's handle LL. then we'll go to fives and Jaro. Um so Alel, uh in order to first aid her so that she's no longer lethally injured, um, you need to give me a daring medicine difficulty of one dottig. However, this just means that they're stabilized. In order to get Alel back up, uh, you would have to spend two momentum after you successfully complete that task. Okay. God. Um, so I am going
6: to um, use my uh, determination by tapping my value first do no harm.
1: Mm-hmm.
6: And um, use that for the, for the extra die that's considered to have rolled one.
0: And you said this was daring medicine? This was, uh, or indeed, control daring medicine. medicine. Yeah. Daring, I, I could give you control as well. Well, we're going with control because it's better.
3: Is she like unconscious
0: at the moment? Yes, okay. <clears throat> All right, well, that's four successes, which means you get three momentum back. I'm assuming you're spending two. two. Spend the (laughs) overflow. Yeah, we'll spend the overflow uh, momentum to uh, bring Allel back to consciousness. Alright, so Allel, your eyes do flutter open. You are conscious and up and running, but you do stay at zero stress, which could be a factor moving forward.
3: Yeah, so she like breathes in and like her eyes jolt open. She's dodging. She grabs him by the arm. She's like
6: yeah, he'll just sort of put a Led. put a hand on her soldier or her shoulder in a sort of like a attempt to relax her and say, "It's fine. It's well. It's not fine, but you're not dying."
3: Did it get my suit?
6: It did. Um, and GM, um, mm-hmm. would I be able to spend uh, some momentum to create an advantage? Sure. What are you looking to do? Uh, I want to give uh, since her suit is punctured, it's I mean, it's obviously no longer sealed, so she's gonna have to breathe the atmosphere mm-hmm. uh, on this ship. So I want to give her a uh, triox compound to give her more time to sort of try to extend her shelf
0: life well on this ship with a rip DV suit. Yeah, you can certainly do that, and I'll tell you what, um, you can probably apply the same advantage to Jaro as well. Sure, yeah. But yeah, as you're doing that, let's go to Fives and Jaro, see what's going on there.
5: Uh, Jaro's going to pop off his helmet and try to quickly seal the <clears throat> crack. And
6: okay. I think that'll give Datig the opportunity to inject
0: him um, with the with the compound. So, Mr. Jaro, uh, this is a pretty standard role, uh, since you are an engineer. um, It's just going to be a control and engineering difficulty of one. And I have my engineering toolkit. Which does provide an advantage, which, unfortunately, it doesn't go down to zero, but it is very much a one.
5: Yep, yep. Um, Yeah, that's fine. And I actually do not have a focus in this. So, with that said, I'm gonna spend a moment.
1: All right.
0: There we go. Got it. Got back. two successes. You get the momentum right back, and you're able to um, basically flex tape the hole in your helmet.
5: Mm-hmm. Oh. And then he puts it back on. <clears throat> you're right there. He was holding his breath the whole time. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I got it sealed. Um... Well, let's, let's see what's in here.
6: Right, so we need well, to hold find...
2: Hold on, an... Hallel, suit is, is damaged too.
5: I've
6: given
2: her
1: a Triox compound that will allow her to
6: successfully respirate in this atmosphere for the time, but I don't suggest it linger. We have to find a way off this ship and we have to find a way that doesn't involve spacewalking.
2: Yes, sir.
3: So she can get up and walk now, right? Correct. Okay. So she'll like slowly get up, brace against the wall, catch. Oh, her I, breath. Think,
6: I think uh Datig would kind of be in doctor mode, so he'll sort of allow Alel to lean on him if she'll do it.
3: Oh yeah. She would do it.
6: Plus he's pretty short, so you wouldn't even have to like lean. You can just
3: Yeah, she could just like,
6: it's like a it's like a portable armrest.
0: So very
3: low center of gravity. Yeah, that's
0: it, yeah. Bottoms So Jaro, you're uh you wanted to still check out the room which started this whole encounter, I'm assuming, yes? hmm Alright. Yes. So when you step inside this room you see what, at least to your trained eye, would be some form of an intact computer core. Uh it's basically a cylinder with uh glowing green conduits that Uh, are about the size of a coconut around that uh, go into various plates uh, both in the deck plating and above and behind this computer core and there is an active terminal uh, that is displaying uh, a translatable language to your universal translator and Uh, um, go ahead go ahead Uh, all I was going to say "Ah." is that um, the words are quite ominous the words say specifically alert prisoners have escaped
5: alright he's going to try to patch into the uh,
0: system alright this could be either a daring engineering or a daring security and with my last threat I'm going to make this a difficulty of 4
5: okay
0: um, I will.
6: got some momentum there, Smoke. If you got
0: them,
5: yeah. Let's go ahead. We'll spend uh, three momentum. All right. Four total dice.
0: Woohoo! All right, that is indeed four successes. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to temporarily turn off dynamic lighting uh, because you are going to be able to get a layout for this deck, not the other decks, but for this deck. Internal sensors. All right. So this is what the starship looks like, or at least the level you're on. And if you need me to point out specific areas, I will. Uh, But just as sort of a reminder as we maybe zoom out so the stream can see what's going on. You are basically in a symmetrical ship. Um, The uh, big room, let me see if this is actually working now. Uh, Let's try... There we go. Do you see that? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Alright, so that's where your shuttle used to be, and that's where the thing is, hopefully. Um, To this Ah! room here, to the north. (laughs) uh, This is where the, at least one level of the torpedo tubes are. Uh, This room here, number 11, that is essentially a turbo lift of some sort. Uh, If it matters, there's crew quarters here at number 13. Um, You didn't really explore that. You kind of were sidetracked by Dag and the refresher rooms. Um, Of course, you've got the mess here. You've got a kitchen here. Uh, You've got pretty much the same thing on the other side of the ship uh, where you are now. And I think that's all I really have to point out on this level.
5: Is there any way to turn or suppress the dampening field from here?
0: No, that you see is supposedly rated security Omicron, and if you read this correctly, the only way to turn that off is to go to the bridge. And the bridge is two decks above you. So, I've got
5: good news and bad news, uh, Commander. Well, you know,
6: let's Let's just go with the trend for today and start with the bad news.
5: Well, the bad news is we can't turn off the, uh, dampening field from here. We have to go up two decks to the bridge. All right. What's the good news? Uh, I've got a full layout of this deck. And I've downloaded, uh, as much as I could from the core. Excellent, Mr.
6: Jaro. Can we get... Is it possible for you from here to get a life form scan of the bridge? I want to know that we're not walking into another uh, arachnid den.
5: Um, Doesn't look like I can get access to the other levels. (sighs) But there is an air airlock right over there where you fought that spider. I mean, uh, a turbo lift, I'm sorry.
6: Very good. Well, the bridge is the only place we can release this lockout.
5: Correct. I mean, you know, theoretically, I could set the engines to overload, but I don't think that's what we want.
6: Not until we're far, far away from here.
5: Oh, and the prisoners have escaped.
6: Ah, so this is a prison ship. Good.
5: Yeah, so I I lied. There was lots of bad news and just only a little bit of good news.
6: Well, you know, it's like a... uh, There's some kind of another human metaphor involving a sandwich, but I don't know that one.
4: How
3: far to the bridge?
5: Uh, Two levels up, and the turbo lift is over here.
6: Well... I don't see that we have much of a choice. Mr. Fives? Sir. We're going up. I want you to prioritize Dr. Allel's physical security. Yes, sir.
0: Question. Is there any power to the turbo lift itself? It does seem when you call the lift that a door does open and... Uh, metallic uh, platform inside without any walls so you are literally exposed to the shaft itself but uh, the platform does appear to be responsive
5: Uh, it's not a very well secure elevator but uh, I mean it'll do in a pinch well this
6: certainly is a pinch alright everybody in
5: Dark. uh the plating on the um is the plating on the um, turbo lift magnetic it is all right so uh i suggest we turn on magnetic you know magnetic boots and you know be able to uh be secured in the uh, in the turbo lift
6: understood mr five you were saying
5: i
2: was just making sure the doctor here uh can make it
3: yeah, she's kind of, like, hobbling along.
4: All right. all right. And another, sorry, quick question. With respect to the walls of the turbo lift shaft, is mm-hmm. there some sort of emergency
0: ladder or the like? No. In fact, as you look up, all you're seeing is darkness.
4: Do I believe that our grab boots would be sufficient for us to actually climb the wall if that was necessary if this platform gave out underneath us
0: there would be a fitness role involved but yes you could probably do it could we just test it
2: and put our feet up against it real quick
0: I mean yeah I mean if you put your feet to it it's gonna stick what the fitness role would be is you still actually climb (laughs) yeah like you would still be fighting Mm -hmm. gravity so it would be whether or not you could like walk up a wall with gravity still pulling you down Mm -hmm. this is Star Trek CrossFit,
6: mm-hmm.
2: yeah. Do ten Riker leans,
6: ten like. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's let's get in there and go up, I guess. Doc,
0: I got you.
3: I'm here. Thank you.
0: And as you all enter into the lift to get to parts unknown. I think that's actually a good point to pause this session and end on a cliffhanger. Ugh. So yeah. You guys wanted a security engineering mission. How are you liking it so far? Fun We need yeah. more security, security and engineering.
6: <laughs> <laughs> I can... Oh boy. If I could like steal a line from Return of the Living Dead, send more paramedics.
1: <laughs>
6: mm-hmm. Yeah, let's
2: just send the spiders after the doctors.
3: Oh no, no it was no, great. Like when, like it laid eggs in her or something.
5: No, I'm not that evil.
3: Oh, that'd be this
5: is a lie. No. It's just the little worms.
3: That's what I'm thinking. I just
2: That's figured the worms are like bio insulation. It's fine.
4: Oh, I think there are some sort of aggregated colony or gestalt consciousness that was once a prisoner. <laughs>
1: I was going to say that's that's that one of these
0: theories is correct. Which theory is correct? You'll just have to tune in next week to find out. Boy. Uh, all right. Well, YouTube, this is where we say goodbye. But Twitch, stick around because we're going to raid somebody with YouTube. See you later.
1: Bye-bye, YouTube. Later. Bye.